listen to Mark and Neanderthal when you get to work with the free KSLX app. Sounds good and loud. 100.7 KSLX. Nicole it lives in Mesa, but she is driving to work in Phoenix and is giving us a call to enroll in Mark and Neanderthal's middle school. So we'll ask you the three questions. You'll give us the three answers. Two out of the three of them will be correct, and you'll graduate. Good luck, Nicole. Thank you. Nicole, I don't know if you're a Cardinals fan, but they've lost quarterback Kyler Murray for the season. And well, he's very small longer, and easy to misplace. Maybe longer. <laughs> so we're going to ask you, which of these people are Cardinals quarterbacks? We're going to go back through the history here, okay? All right. Somebody else will be okay. added to the roster and can then say from here on that they were an Arizona Cardinals quarterback. You know, if they brought Josh Rosen back right now, it would be a Hanukkah miracle. Woo! So, here you go, Nicole. Who was the actual Cardinals quarterback from these three names? John Hillerman, Dirk Benedict, or Tim Rosenbaugh? Let's go with Tim. Tim Rosenbaugh was a Cardinals quarterback. Which of these? Which of these three names was never an Arizona Cardinals quarterback? Stony Case, Virgil Runnels, or John Skelton? the first one. Stony yeah. Case was an Arizona Cardinals quarterback. The actual answer was Virgil Runnels, which is the real name of the American Dream Dusty Rose. <laughs> Your last question. Hard times. <laughs> last question. Name the guy who was a Cardinals quarterback from these three names. Gary Hogaboom, Marty Lundy, or Ivan Koloff. Let's go with number two. Marty Lundy. No, I'm sorry. That's the real name of Double A Arn Anderson, <laughs> member of the Four Horsemen. <laughs> so the actual Aww. answer, the actual answer was Gary Hogaboom. But Nicole, Hogaboom. you sound like a very nice person. You deserve to be at a wonderful light show. So we'll give you the passes, okay? Thank you. Thank you for listening. Hang on. Yeah, it's going to be a good day. We got to mention Dusty Rhodes, Arn Anderson, yeah. and Gary Hogaboom. Yes. Yeah, that's a that's a big one. And Josh Rosen somewhere. He was like, they need me. <laughs> we are off to a promising start this morning. KSLX, all right now from free. A, a nice song about being happy together forever. Forever yes. and ever. Yes. Which yeah. we, that's, that's where every, every relationship should last forever, but check out Time is Noon. We, uh, we want to wish the same to this newly married couple. Who are? And this is kind of interesting. It's one of the guys from Toto, Steve Lukather, yeah, the one guitar of the, player. Arguably the greatest session guitar player ever. And Jonathan Kane from Journey, their kids just got married. It's Jonathan Kane's daughter. Married Steve Lukather's son. So Toto and Journey are interwoven, intertwined, interlinked forever. Not only are they uh, prime examples of what they call corporate rock, now they've had a corporate merger. Kind of like that. Yeah, kind of like that, yeah. Absolutely. Good for them. Congratulations. I hope that goes on forever. Yeah. Aren't you going to ask me where they got married? I, I wasn't going to, but I guess I will. Where did they get married? Well, come on. You know where they got married. No, I don't know. That's why I asked. Down in Africa. Oh, oh, we're doing that. Well, what else would we do? All right. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. I mean, I, mean, I want to 
make the show a little bit too highbrow or anything like that. All right. Uh, they get married down in Africa. I imagine the vows consisted of the officiant saying, do you, Steve Lukather's son, take Jonathan Cain's daughter to love, touch, and squeeze <laughs> until you go your separate ways? To have, to hold, to love, touch, yeah. squeeze? Yes. Until you go your separate ways? Yes. yes. You should have mentioned faithfully oh, until sorry, you go I, I, your yeah, separate yeah, ways. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, what I heard was that everybody tried to get into the cocktail hour early. Yeah. So the ushers were required because they had to, well, you know, hold the line. Of course. Yeah. Yeah, it's thing is, it was uh, they originally it's scheduled an afternoon wedding, but it really? they decided early evening when the lights go down in the city. <laughs> it is good. Um, uh, what I heard was that the dinner menu had like this incredible, incredible number of options, so such that, as uh, well, so that you could have it any way you wanted. That's what I heard. I don't yeah, know that yeah. to be true or not. Yeah, the, un- the unfortunate part is uh, the bride's uncle couldn't be there, but he did send her my love. <laughs> All right. All right, so that is a cool story, is yeah, it not? Yeah, She was engaged to another guy before, and uh, it didn't really work out for him, so who's crying now, right? All right, exactly, yeah. All right, there we go. That's what I was looking for. Are we done? We're done. All sure, right, we sure. Be careful on the way to work. You never know what you're going to find on the road. Yeah, I was actually getting on an, uh, the on-ramp to the 202 on the way home uh, from work yesterday morning. Almost hit like a bumper off of somebody's car, like a, a tire plastic bumper. I had to do the, the like the quick swerve thing into the breakdown lane. I almost hit, you know, they hit the guardrail. It was a, I it was had, a hairy thing because you don't expect to see that in the no, middle of the lane. I had one yesterday where I'm on 101 South heading home. I'm in the middle lane, right? And I decide to pass the guy in front of me, pull over to the left, right? Sure. I speed by him, and then I did the double check. I mirror checked, and I also shoulder checked to make sure I had, you know, made enough distance between the two of us to slide back into the middle lane. Look at you being all responsible and cautious well, as gotta, a driver. You know, you got to yeah. be that. Right. And then, as I finish my shoulder check, I turn back, and there's something in the road, oh, no. right ahead of me. Oh and no! It was pretty sizable. Oh, I no. couldn't tell quite what it was, so I, you know, I swerved a little bit to get around it. No sure. problem. Right. As I passed it, yeah. it was a lovely throw pillow. Oh. It was really, it was very nice throw pillow. Was it? Just in the road. I was like, somebody had a hell of a throw. Somebody talked. <laughs> because I was like, where's the couch? Yeah. There's no yeah. couch here. Yeah, well, that's the that's the weird part. Somewhere along the highway, there's a couch missing a throw pillow. <laughs> I know it. Wow. Um, the good news is that, that throw pillow really tied the road together, though. <laughs> it very, very, very it nice. went with things. Yeah, yeah, it really did. It if, went with the traffic. Yeah, if you find yourself oh. in traffic, you could always just get out and put your head down there for a little bit and have, have yes. a nice little nap. Had I lost control of the vehicle, it would have been the most nicely accessorized crash <laughs> of the year. Yes, but look at how soft it would have been. Uh, yeah, that's yeah, true, too. Fun. I mean, if your airbag doesn't deploy, at least you got a throw pillow. Yeah, I was wondering now, if I had run over it, could it get caught up in the wheel well? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, but I'd I mean, like to, it, it could have. I'd like to think that my car would be strong enough to just blow through it, you know, just churn all that stuff out and spit it out. But then again, in airplanes... 
you have a bird yeah. flying into the propeller, yeah, you know, yeah. the propeller, but the, the turbine, yeah. the turbine, you know, and and it's causing the plane, plane to take, you know, yeah. do an emergency landing. Yeah, so who knows what could happen? It was a very nice throw pattern. I'm sure it was. Yeah, yeah. flowers or uh, or floral pattern, <laughs> or was, was it a solid? It was a semi-floral pattern. Right, well, I liked it. That's very attractive. Not too gaudy. Yeah. Well, what part of town were you in? Because you know, I was on the 101 between between 60 and 202. So well, that's a very respectable neighborhood. I'm sure it was a nice. Did you go to Home Goods? You probably could have got a nice little Afghan with that. I know. I yeah. may go back and see if it's there still. You know, it's there, if it's still there today. Yeah. I might grab it, that's, wash that's it. A problem. That's a problem now, yeah. man. You, you missed up your opportunity. You should have just opened the window, opened the door, and grabbed it like uh, like in Raising Arizona when as he grabs I, the baby off the As door. I scooted yeah. by. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Like the Pampers or the, the, the Huggies. The message, be careful on those roads, yes. all right? Is, is that the message? That is the message. <laughs> and always, and it just shows you how useless throw pillows are because yeah. people are just chucking them out on the well, he, well, he did throw it away. Hi, this is Israel. It's time for Tamite Spanish. As a public service and in order to recognize the cultural diversity for which Arizona is known, Mark and Neanderthal are taking time out for Spanish. Tina from Phoenix is on the phone to play timeout for Spanish, trying to win a $25 gift card for Von Hansen's Meat Market. And Tina, this is where we give you a Spanish phrase, and then you have to translate it with three choices in English. Are you up for it? All right, here comes your Spanish phrase. No necesitas un paracaídas para ser paracaidismo. Necesitas un paracaídas para ser paracaidismo dos veces. Wow. Yeah. Did you hear yeah. that, Tina? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we broke the limit wow. on paras in that. Yeah. <laughs> Too early for that one. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to do it again just because. No necesitas un paracaídas para ser paracaidismo. Necesitas. Necesitas un paracaídas para ser paracaidismo dos veces. All right. That does translate into para something. Yeah. Uh, is it A, my therapist says I have a preoccupation with vengeance. We'll see about that. <laughs> he'll be sorry. Yep. B, build a man a fire and he'll be warm for a day. Set a man on fire and he'll be warm for the rest of his life. Ow. Yeah. Or C, you don't need a parachute to go skydiving. You need a parachute to go skydiving twice. <laughs> Which one is it? It would be C. It is yeah. C. Congratulations. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Time out for Spanish. Weekday mornings with Mark and Neanderthal. Was it you and me who were talking about the Arizona Center recently? And I was talking about the piano bar they used to have. I don't know. I mean, you and I have so many to ancillary conversations. I do remember we were joking about the uniquely named Arizona Center. And my question is to whether or not it was geographically accurate. <laughs> I don't know. Because if you're going to call something uh, something, damn it, you ought to be honest about right. it. It is near central, but not quite at central. Okay. But um, I, I was trying to remember. It used to be when it first got built, it was like an entertainment complex. They had restaurants and bars and things yeah, like that. Yeah, kind of like the gas lamp district in San Diego and, and now stuff it's, like that. Yeah. yeah, now it's kind of gotten to more office space. And there's, you know, they got the theater there, but yeah. um, if they even still have that, I don't know. But um, I could not remember the name of the piano bar. Okay. And then, and we dropped it. So amazingly, nobody said, let me Google that. But we dropped the discussion and I forgot about it. Right. And then yesterday I saw a story about rap mogul P. Diddy. Yes. 
Had Sean a, Puffy Combs. Did you see the story? I didn't see had the story. Had a kid. Oh, no. Yeah, had a baby. Oh, well, congratulations to Puffy. And I just, I just saw the story, and you know, as I'm kind of breezing past it, the first thing that popped into my mind was, oh, little ditty. Oh. And then I remembered that was the name of the piano bar. Little Diddy's? Little Diddy's. Did you ever have one? It was dueling pianos. They would they would have yeah, I mean, each, I know, a I know guy dueling, on each side. Yeah, I know what dueling pianos yes. are, but I don't I don't know that there was ever called Little Diddy's. I you know, I mean there was a yeah. dueling I, I know that there used to be a <laughs> you dueling You know the concept. Yeah, there was one on Mill Avenue too, like as Might recently as like 10 years ago. There was Might one down, downstairs like you know when you go to the corner of Mill Avenue, there the big the intersection, there was yes, a piano I bar do. downstairs. I forget what the name of the place was. Below's? Below's? Something like Cause that. Because there was a place that I don't I don't know if that's still there either. Because yeah. you, you know, yeah, the, the dueling it, piano bar was kind of like kind of like the, the the Coyote Ugly thing. It was a fad that happened for right. a few years and then just sort of it, it worked its way out. I just had to mention that because it was like, oh my god, that's the name, and it came to it, it came oh, to go. it in a weird I, way. I remember Little Diddy's. That way, I saw yeah. them at the Mason Jar. Oh, yeah, great show. Ninety one. Yeah, now was it ninety three? God, you, so long ago. You know what? Now that we're talking about something <laughs> local. Um, <laughs> All right, here's this story. Okay. Of, uh, and this is local. Phoenix cop who is now under investigation. It's uh, internal affairs, buddy. No cop wants to hear that. Yeah, no, I is, it, is it, those are the two letters you never want to hear as a cop. No, he's under investigation now. Um, he was working at home, which I don't understand how that works necessarily if yeah, you're a police he, officer. But He was patrolling a very specific neighborhood. <laughs> That's right. He well, he, he, he had it crime-free. I guess, um, yeah. Except, well, not really. Except for the fact that he has allegedly been, and this a Phoenix cop, allegedly been creating and uploading porn videos featuring himself while he was on the clock with the Phoenix uh, Police Department. Uh, uh, let's clarify, on the clock. Clock. Clock, clock C-L-O-C-K. Yeah, clock, yes. Um, this, is, uh, this is quite a story. It's gone national. Yeah. And uh, I, I think the thing I love most about it is his, his stage name, his porn name. Right. Which is Rico Blaze. Oh, of course it is. Yes. Rico. Rico Blaze. Blaze. Yes. So it would be Rico Blase. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah, I mean, everybody's heard of Rico Suave. If you're an old-time Boston Red Sox fan, you've even heard of Rico Petroselli. Nice. Nice poll there. Yes, yeah, thank yeah. You. you. You and I are the only people I think that get that joke. <laughs> There's right a couple there. of them. Yeah, and a couple uh, of transplants from the Northeast. But uh, Rico Blaze. Now, can they bust him under the Rico statutes I, now? I, well, I think they might be able to. Maybe. Um, I, mean, you know, I mean, he's certainly taking the term on the side of his vehicle to protect and serve. <laughs> well, his, his first movie was to protect, but mostly to serve. Yes. Yeah. I'm sure his movie's like, welcome to my online video. Anything you do or say, <laughs> I will be held against you. <laughs> yeah. That's one of his movies. Yeah. Let me show you what will be held against you. Yes. Yes. The man with the huge Glock. Oh. <laughs> Can I show you my nightstick? <laughs> Rico Blaze, a, a Phoenix police officer doing porn. Now, even if it's in his spare time, this is against the you know the moral turpitude clause of the Phoenix PD, of pretty much of any PD. I'm I was, was sure. going to say, yeah. I mean, you yeah. know, it's funny because I, I, you know, I, 
<laughs> one of the things that happens when you see a law enforcement officer and they're doing something in their uniform uh, that they're not supposed to be doing is they put their badge away. Like, that's going to make any difference. <laughs> well, I didn't have my badge, so I wasn't representing this, you know, by the law enforcement agency. And, and really, he wouldn't have had any place to put it exactly. on. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you're into that kind of thing. Yeah. And maybe that's one of the videos. I don't know. Yeah, I'm going to cuff you. Yes. But first, you're going to cuff me. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Not shooting blanks. Coming soon. Oh, come on. Yeah, I'm sorry, ma'am. You're going to have to come with me. <laughs> okay. Good luck to Rico Blaze. Yeah, good luck with that. I hope he has a good lawyer. And that is, uh, that is right here in good old Phoenix, Arizona. Sure. Let's talk about stupidity, a thing we call the Mark and Yander Paul dumbass of the day. Yeah, got to do this. 32-year-old Vincent Skrbacic. Sure, that's it. (laughs) That's it, sure. You know it's going to be fun when 32-year-old Vincent Skrbacic is our topic, right? Skrbacic, get in here. You're fired. fired. (laughs) Public intoxication is not what Vincent has been charged with, but it was what he was indulging in a week ago Friday morning. This was early morning, too. It was like 4.30 a.m. A.M. when a drunken Vincent was walking down the street and saw a vehicle with the keys in it. Well, this is one reason you don't leave your keys in your car. Well, the first you reason vacated. is you shouldn't leave your keys right. in your car. That's the only reason you should need. But the biggest reason, drunken Vincent Skrbacics. Yeah, which is one of my favorite children's books. <laughs> Vincent, of course, stole the vehicle, which meant it was joy time ride. All right, okay. Skrbacic, you get behind the wheel. I yes. trust you. Calls were made to police, which meant that it became hot pursuit time. All right. If you know what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. State troopers eventually laid down spike strips to stop Vincent and arrested him right near the border of Beaver County. I told you fun was in store. Vincent was arrested and charged with many things, including receiving stolen property, DUI, fleeing police, etc. And a name nobody can spell. Right? And the sad thing is that Vincent never had a chance to truly get away and steal this vehicle. Much too identifiable. As Vincent became the latest in a growing trend of, I may guess. Of stealing ambulances. Sure, why yeah. not? Yeah, those mm-hmm. are the most aerodynamic, and they have to, they tend to have great pickup. Yep. Left unattended while paramedics were doing, you know, trivial things like saving lives. Yes. Well, you know what? I mean, let me be honest with you. If a paramedic is saving a life, the time to take the keys out and start the engine, are, those are precious seconds. So right, I, exactly. I, I get it. I understand right. that. I, I will forgive the paramedics for leaving the keys in the yes. ignition. Right. And sadly, there are Vincent Skrbacics in the world who will yes. take advantage of such a situation. Now, there's only one Vincent Skrbacic in this story. That's right. He's the one who's been sentenced to be the Mark and Neanderthal dumbass of the day. You know what? I think that was a beautiful story you just told. Mm-hmm. And it was sponsored by Roadrunner Harley-Davidson. Over 2,000 previously owned models. You can look at them at RoadrunnerHarley.com. With one of the best savings rates in America, banking with Capital One is the easiest decision in the history of decisions. Even easier than choosing Slash to be in your band. Next up for lead guitar. You're in. Cool. (laughs) Yep, even easier than that. And with no fees or minimums on checking and savings accounts, is it even a decision? That's banking reimagined. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com slash bank for details. Capital One and a member FDIC. 
So I switched to Boost Mobile and got this free Samsung Galaxy A23 5G phone. Why do you think they call it the Galaxy? Maybe because the Samsung Galaxy A23 has a huge screen, and galaxies are huge gravitationally bound systems of stars rotating around a supermassive black hole. And the phone is free? When you switch to Boost Mobile. Cool. You lost me at gravitationally bound. Switch to Boost and get a free Samsung Galaxy A23 5G phone. Boost Mobile. Unleash your power. Limited time offer while supplies last. New customers only. Excludes tax. One device offer per line. Only available on certain networks. 5G not available everywhere. Additional restrictions apply. See your local Boost Mobile store for details. One hundred point seven KSLX. Oh, it's going to be a fun. It's been a fun morning already. It's going to get more fun now because Gary Hoey has popped into the Mark and Neander Paul studio, and he's playing at the Rhythm Room tonight, Tenth Street and Indian School. One of my favorite things about Gary Hoey, other than our, our long enduring friendship, is the fact that Gary is one of those guys that you can count on at least once or twice a year. You're going to get an email saying, "Hey, I'm in town. Yeah, can I, can I come by? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Here I am. Knock, knock at the back door. Yeah. So you're." Doing your your ho ho hoey like this, it's Christmas time, so your set list changes. Yes, it's basically. time to put on the hat, yeah, and, and take out the Christmas cheer, man. I love it. Twenty seven years, can you believe it? That you, uh, since 20, since 20, the first ho ho twenty seven years CD ago, we twenty seven years ago, uh, I sent you guys this little track. I think it was the twelve days of Christmas. Yeah, we recorded me and Alan and my manager Dave. We said let's just make a Christmas song for radio friends to play, like right. you know, coming in and out of commercials and stuff. And we never thought it was going to take off. I'm not kidding. In my bedroom on an A-track, um, just having fun. And 27 years later, here we are. Nobody was doing that then. No. The, the no. rock versions of Christmas songs. No, Gary, you know, Gary, here's some things that you may not know. Gary was a guy that uh, auditioned for Ozzy Osbourne, right? He was a guy that was up there that uh, Ozzy chose Zach Wilde over Gary. Gary was there uh, auditioning after the Jakey e. Lee uh, debacle happened there with, and, and he's been around for a long time. He's been around as, as long as the guys like the Satrianis and the Vise and stuff like that. He found his thing, his way to sort of work his way in and has been doing it ever since. Yeah. I, interesting. I want you, to pl- we want you to play a song here, yeah. but in, in a little bit. Maybe in 10, 15 minutes. I can Just, play some Aussie for you if yeah. you want. To. I, know, I know a couple. Great. I, give me a minute. Oh. I know you have a. Uh, I know you have a session coming up <laughs> where you're doing Iron Maiden stuff, right? Uh, for through the uh, the Rock and Roll Fantasy Camp deal. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Well, I've been doing Rock and Roll Fantasy Camp now yeah, over ten time, years. Right? Yeah. So awesome. We just did one. It was the Stones versus the Beatles, and we had Chuck Lavelle from the Rolling Stones come nice. in and play. So basically, it's like a four day camp. You know, you get two days to kind of go in a, in a room and rehearse, and we each band gets a, a professional rock star and then they go play live. See, it's amazing. I, I still say Chuck Lavelle from the Allman Brothers band, Gary, but I'm not going to argue with you. <laughs> no, he is he is from the Allman <laughs> no, Brothers band. No, I know band it's too, the same guy. It's, that's it, my that's that's where my my yeah. my favorite lies. But yeah, you've been with the me Stones too. forever though. But and, and and we, played, other, uh, we played Allman Brothers with really well. The question I want to ask you in a little while is your You've worked with so many people. Think of your biggest pinch me moment. Oh my goodness! Oh, pinch me! I'm dreaming. Don't don't even tell yeah. us now. Let's play a song now. Yeah, absolutely. Because yeah. <laughs> you've worked with so I mean you've worked with so many different people yeah. that we would her, have yeah. heard of. And so. Gary well, also has to be Brian May from Queen. That's right. There. That's it right there. From oh, that's Brian pretty May. Well, tell yeah. us the story in a little bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll tell you in a bit. Yeah. For those that don't know, Gary uh, also besides doing the Christmas stuff, he's also like one of the guys. When you hear all that rock music on ESPN, that's underneath like the, the highlights and stuff. He does that. 
some of the rides at Disneyland. That's Gary, man. Gary is a guy that can do it all, and he does the Christmas thing very well. So he brought in his little. It's amazing how technology has changed. He brings a guitar and an iPhone. Yes, and and my, that, I got my iPhone right here. My band in the box. Okay, yeah. let's let's hear. What do you got? What Christmas Carol? I was, will you play? For I was us? thinking of doing. You know, back when twenty seven years ago, when I decided to try to reinvent Christmas, my thought was, you know, my mom said, Gary, make a nice Christmas record, a nice one, a nice one. And I, I had been, I had just become a, I just, my career just started off. I was a professional. My, my career was taken off, and I said, Mom, there's so many nice Christmas records. What if I did something rock and roll? And I just wanted to reinvent Christmas. I really didn't think I was uh, doing something different. So this is your mean one, Mr. Grinch. Oh, which I thought one Great of my stuff. favorites. All right, All right let's here we do go. it. All right, here we go. Come on, band baby. <laughs> Come on, guys. Is your phone buffering? I don't know what it's doing here. Is it playing? Is it playing? Technology. Are we hearing any trackage? All right, hold on. Yeah. All right, we have silence for a moment. That's all right. Give me, give me one Gar- second. Gar- 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 there we go. That's what he's looking for. Here we go. Here we go. Woo! Rock and roll.
nice. See, I hate Gary Hoeing. <laughs> He's one of those guys. He just makes it look so easy. Right. That you, you, as a guy who's been trying to play guitar since 1979, I look at him and I go, what am I doing? Why do I even bother? Right. It's, oh, thanks, man. It's one of the, and again, Gary is playing at the Rhythm Room tonight, and, <laughs> and the set is mostly from the Ho Ho Hoey yeah. album. It's going to be a lot of Christmas music and a few non. But you know what? What you just said is like when I read uh, Ted Templeman's book, the producer of, you know, produced Van Halen, among others. Yeah. He was saying about the first time he saw Eddie Van Halen, he was doing things that it was unconscious, like the same way that we would pick up a fork right. and use yeah. a fork or a knife. Yeah. He was able to do things on his guitar yeah. with that same ease, or at least it seemed like he was doing the same ease. Yeah, when you see one of those and guys. Gary is like that. When you oh, see a guy that you. has that it. And then you just watch it. You go, oh boy, yeah, uh, this is just a waste. <laughs> you guys of are so sweet. Well, you know what? I, I did work really hard, man. Like I, when I was young, I started playing when I was about fourteen, and my sister was dating this guy that played the guitar. And he came over the house, and he was sitting like across from the kitchen table, and I just remember seeing him just play in front of me. It just freaked me out. Like I, that was sort of my, you know, thrust into music because to just see someone do it. I think he played like you know, I think he was playing like maybe like. You know, just like a Zeppelin song. Yeah. And his fingers just looked like a spider moving up and down the neck. I just was so mesmerized. I said, would you please, please teach me? And he said, well, if you get a guitar, you know, I'll teach you. And my mom and dad were divorced. You know, my mom and dad divorced when I was really young. And so I was going to visit my dad and uh, I showed up at his house and he said, oh, get something out of the closet. And I opened the closet and there was this cheap little $60 Sears and Roebuck's guitar leaning on the closet. And I said, whose is that? He said, oh, that's a piece of crap. He goes, nobody wants that. You can have it. And I was like, oh my. And I took that baby, and that was. Right. That, I went home, and he taught me some chords. Yeah. Do you still have your first guitar? I actually had it forever, and I lent it to a friend because he wanted to start playing, and he uh, he got rid of it. So I, 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 I forgave him. <laughs> so he stole it. <laughs> he stole it and hawked yeah, it. Yeah, someone on eBay's got Gary Hoey's first guitar. It went the way of Sir- It went the way of Roebuck, anyway. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, guitar. Yeah. yeah. The guitar was called Norma. It actually said Norma. I'm not <laughs> even kidding. Oh, you wrote that, yeah? It well, was Norma. You, you played, like, you played the same. I've seen that guitar before. You play. You you get attached to these things. They're, they become like part of you. Yes, absolutely. This this guitar actually is from 1997. And yeah. you, if you guys come to the show tonight, you'll mm-hmm. see it. It's, it's a Shoreline Gold. It looks brand new. <laughs> it doesn't even look like it's old. Um, it's just well made. I tell you what, you want you want to do another song right now? We can do it do now. A song and take a quick break, and yeah, then we'll, and then stick around, and we'll do some more stuff. Well, yeah, you can hang as long yeah. as you want, man. I mean, the show runs till ten, so I, if, I am, you got nothing to do until tonight. I have nowhere to go. I'm going for breakfast. I hope you guys are coming after this. <laughs> oh, that'd, be, that'd be fun. Yeah, <laughs> we're, we're doing. Where are we going? How about Carol the Bells? Is that a do good it. one? Yes. Right, here we go. Let's rip it up. Whatever you want to do, man. Gary Ho, everybody.
great. I just want to say for the record, Al Petrelli and Trans-Siberian Orchestra stole Gary Hoey's gig. <laughs> I'm just, Gary was doing it first. And, Love and, you guys. And, and that's, why, uh, that's why he is who he is. He's going to be at the Rhythm Room tonight is Gary Hoey. Have they ever asked you to join that tour? Uh, you know, we're all good friends, man. Right. I, haven't, yeah. I said, let me open up, man. Give me like 30 minutes on the front of the show. It'd be or fun, just, wouldn't it? You could certainly, if they needed another, because <laughs> uh, they have a couple of troops, yes. basically, but if they ever yeah. needed another one, you yeah. could certainly be I would the love guy. to jump in yeah. sometime. You never yeah. know. That could be fun. Yeah, absolutely. Fun. Is there anybody you haven't played with that you want to play with? Mm. Like, is there somebody, I mean, you, Mark had mentioned your, you know, your, yeah. your oh wow moment. We got to get to that. Yeah, but, yeah, but you know, Paul's I mean, I've never first. worked with like, you know, who I, I like Sting, man, from the police. I think he's super talented. I'd yeah. love yeah. to work with Sting oh, is he? someday. You, you think he's good? He, he I, might do something? I love his whole man. like thing, man. He's just so ridiculous. <laughs> he does everything. Oh, he, so he'd yeah, be my guy. Great songwriter. But all right. So we talked earlier about your pinch me moment where you're like, I can't believe I'm here doing this with these people. Heavy bones he's playing. Who would it be? Uh, to play with? You mean pinch me? No, I mean me? something that's happened. Yes. Uh, it would be the Brian May moment for me. Brian May from Queen. Tell us about the moment. It was going on the road with uh, Brian when, when Hocus Pocus came out and I had a hit on the radio. He took me out on tour and uh, was the nicest guy in the world, man, and, and let me uh, let me also do some dates over in Asia. So we went over to you know Japan and rode the bullet train and did dates in like... 15,000, 20,000 people. Unbelievable. And got, brought me out on stage to play with him. So he was doing his own thing. Yes. And you were warming up for him, and but he would bring you out on stage also. That's pretty he, cool. Yeah, he was just so gracious. Super. He comes walking in my dressing room. He's like 6'4 with the big hair. And he's like, hello, I'm Brian. Yeah. <laughs> and it looks like the Pope coming in and going, yes, hi, I'm the Pope. Exactly. Hello, I'm the Pope. You said, well, you're the only guy with the hair like that <laughs> still. And so, yeah. All right, Gary Hoey's going to stick around. Maybe play some more Christmas music? Absolutely. Yeah, whatever you guys want. Fun. Love it. Love it. It feels like a Friday, doesn't it? Because we got Gary Hoey in here. And, and, and we're screwing off. We're screwing off at half-ass in the show. Is what we're, doing. <laughs> yeah, we're having uh, too much fun on the breaks. Gary Hoey is going to be at the Rhythm Room tonight. And if, if you don't know Gary's name, um, you know, Paul and I have both had him on the radio in various incarnations. For 30 of, years. Of, of our career. <laughs> um, yeah, for a long time. And Gary has, uh, we were just talking about this, you know, this spot he has carved out. Part of that niche is the Ho Ho Hoey collections. Yes. And that is what you're going to be featuring tonight at the Rhythm Room. I remember when he did, uh, you know, he was also this, he was like the new Dick Dale for a while. He was the surf guitar guy. Yeah, surf yes. dog records, yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, and we and we, we scored the Endless Summer 2 soundtrack, yeah. the movie soundtrack, yeah. and yeah. I got to work with Dick Dale, God rest his soul, he passed away, but yeah, and, uh, and, it, and for a long time, everybody kept calling me the surf guy, no matter where I went. I was like, <laughs> I'm not just, a, you know, I like surf, but I like rock, I like metal, I like everything. Yeah, so. So it, yeah I mean, his cover of Lowrider was a big deal for a while. Oh, it was great. Yeah. And, and, and Linus and Lucy is still part of the set, right? You do that. Oh, yeah, generally? we still do Lions and Lucy in the show. It's just, yeah. you know, when uh, speaking of another guitar icon, Eddie Van Halen, he passed away. But when I was thinking of Linus and Lucy, you know, it was it was a piano song by Vince Guaraldi. Yeah, Vince Guaraldi, yeah. yeah. And yeah. I th- I sat there and I said, well, what would Eddie do? You know, what would Eddie do? And I started going. I, I don't know if my guitar is on, but I started, I started going. Yeah. You know, and just started picturing Eddie Van Halen just yeah. doing his his like you know. Yeah. I, a lot of people don't know Schroeder was actually in the session when Gary recorded yeah. that. It yeah. was, uh, he's uncredited. But. Well, there's a, and it's funny because when I think of Linus and Lucy, I think of your version and I think of the Stu Ham version, who's also a, he's oh. a he's a bass a jazz bass player yes. who plays with guys like Steve Vai and stuff. You guys are all in that circle. Is there anybody that you haven't played with? 
that you want to have played with? Like, you can play with anybody. You can play anything with anybody. Is there anyone you want to? I mean, you know, I was talking earlier about playing with Sting from the police because he's yeah. such a talented bassist. I mean, I've never played with him. I've never played with Eric Clapton. You know, every guitar player says they want to play with Clapton. It's probably not even going to happen at this point. Uh, but I've already played with so many of my of my favorite guitarists. It's kind of crazy at this point. Tell you what, let's let's do a song. We'll tell you. Uh, right, yeah. Do, we a, can do hang, a Christmas we can song and then we'll ask you some more questions because it's you all guys want to do. Uh, should we do Elias and Lucy? No, don't do it. No, don't of course. It. Yeah, of course. We yeah. Do so this, even lines. though it's not really a Christmas song, it's part of your set still. Yes. Even, when, even when you're doing the Christmas stuff. And I think and it's part of the Charlie Brown Christmas special. I think they you're use probably it. right. Yeah, yeah I think yeah. they use it. They yeah. do. It. That's what part of the dancing, right? Yeah. Yes. We'll, we'll tie it in if we need to, but even if we don't, just play it. Just ho, play ho, ho. it. It's so good.
Sure, nice. why not? Yeah. Love all the uh, yeah. love all the Hendrix mixed in there too. I, you know, Jimmy, stuff, little Jimmy, little, little touches here and there. If you don't think, here's one of the uh, again, you don't get a chance to see this because we're on the radio. It's uh, Mark and the Paul with Gary Hoey, who's going to be at the Rhythm Room tonight. Uh, you should change your plans and accordingly and go and see him as he does the Ho Ho Hoey thing. But there is a genuine joy that comes out of your face. Like everybody talks about guitar players making rock and roll faces, <laughs> but you're genuinely, yeah. you genuinely have a good time while you're playing. Do you still practice? I do. I still have to practice, man. I um, do you really? I really do. I notice, like, if I don't, I don't know if it's called practicing or just playing. You know what I mean? I don't practice so much, like with the metronome, like I used to sitting there with the metronome going on, and because uh, that's how I develop my speed. Is yeah, I, used to, yeah. I used to have a notepad, and I would play exercises, and I would write down like as, as fast as I could play it that day. Like, okay, I got to fifty, and then the next day I would I would slow down and try to get to fifty again, and then go to fifty five, and I would write it down every day. And wow. it kind of was I took this almost like Olympic approach to de- of developing my technique, and I would just keep writing it on a notepad. And I said, okay, I can play it at 86 today. And sometimes I would get a little sloppy, but I keep pushing. And that number just kept pushing me. And so I, I, you, yeah. what you're saying is you have to work at being a good guitar player. Because <laughs> it should just come to you, I think. Well, you know, there's certain natural things that do come. But yeah, man, if you want to, what it is, is when I first started it's, playing, I just played the blues, man. I didn't, I didn't, yeah. and I heard Eddie Van Halen, my friend pulled up and said, you got to hear this guy in his Camaro. And he played and he, and he hit the eruption, you know, hit the, hit the eruption thing. Yeah, and yeah, all of a sudden yeah. the thing started and I was like, Oh, your tape deck's broken. No, no, one, <laughs> no one can play that fast. Your cassette's broke, That's dude. Right. He goes, yeah. no. And the same thing happened when Ingve Malmsteen, when I first heard Ingve. That I is thought, funny. Oh, something's yeah. on your tape deck. Yeah, those that can do, those that can't do radio. All right, here, here's, a, here's a question for you. All right. You, you talked about playing with Brian May earlier, and you, you know, Lita Ford, you've mentioned these, these names here and there. Who is in your phone that would impress everybody? Who's the most most famous person in your phone? In my phone? Yeah. Oh wow! Who's this is, you get an opportunity. This is, this is an opportunity. This is for the Gary Art. the Gary Hoey name drop. Gary. Art, yeah. Yeah. Famous person? Do you mean like like? Are you thinking like? like are you like, talking like classics? Hell, hell! If you got a president in there, yeah, that'd be I great. Mean, no, who's um, the most famous? I mean, if you, do you have the Pope, I mean, yeah, who do you have in there? Yeah. I mean, I've if, got some uh, actors. I've got some actors. I've got. Uh, yeah, well, can you name any of those? Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, who cares? They're in your phone. I've got lots of, lots of musicians like Steve Vai, Joe Satriani. Well, Steve Vai gives everybody his phone. He does. He gets, <laughs> it's, it's actually on the bathroom wall at the at the office. He, here. No, I just I, I, I kid, I kid uh, you not. We we actually did an interview with Steve Vai once. He's like, hey, you want to you want to call me before the. So he, That's he goes. Awesome. Like, so I call him and I go, Steve, is this your personal phone? He goes, Yeah. I go, why, why do you give your personal phone number? And he goes, people are cool. Yeah, right. No, they're some not. Some are, some are. Yeah. Um, Steve Vai, the beekeeper. Yeah. Uh, uh, Dick Dale, he passed away. I love you, Dick Dale. I'm looking you, at his name right here. But you keep his number in your I, phone. I, I will never get rid of it. Michael Anthony from Van Halen. Is in your phone? That's pretty famous. Oh, yeah. right. He's in my phone. Um, we would now, normally in the, in the past, we would tell you to call him and wake him up. And people like, <laughs> would be one of those things, but we wouldn't do that to you. You're so sweet. That yeah. is, uh, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> yeah, Michael Anthony from Van Halen's a pretty good one. He's yeah, relatively like famous. That. Yes, so, Absolutely. Uh, oh, so, oh, so we are to assume that Brian May did not give you his number while you were touring with him. <laughs> he did. I have his number and his email. Oh, look at yeah. you. Yes, you can, it's okay, Gary. You can big time us. Yeah, we're good with that. Yep, yep. All Brian right. was so cool. He was great. All right, All right let's, so, let's do a quick so, break and then have him come back. If he wants to play another one, we can have him play another yeah, one. Yeah, Gary's too. just going to be shooting us his contacts while we're, yeah, while we're taking a break we're here. Gonna, we're going <laughs> to download his phone. Let's do it. All right, cool. Cool. 
this just is a, a little skip bit, but day is what it is. Yeah, it is. We're we're just hanging out. We're with playing Gary. hooky with Hoey. Hooky with Hoey. Gary Hoey, <laughs> guitar player extraordinaire, is in the studio today. He's playing the Rhythm Room tonight as part of the Ho Ho Hoey tour, which is an annual thing now, right? As, yes. Uh, have you missed a year of this since you put um, those CDs out? You know what? It's been 27 years now um, that we've been doing it, and I, I have, haven't missed since I started touring. I have not missed a, I have not missed a year um, right. as far as going out and doing the tour because I feel like Santa Claus in a way. Like I feel like if I don't show up, I'm going to disappoint some people. But I do love doing it. You know, it's it's a fun a fun thing anyway. We were just talking behind the scenes about you. You know, you because you you. Uh, you piece together this thing. You do. You're a product specialist. You you're a guitar player and you tour. Um, you do all these things. You've endorsed Fender products, which yes. you still do a little bit of. Yes. Um, like with Rock and Roll Fantasy Camp is another aspect of your career. You're heavily involved in that. Yes. Have you um, in, in in Rock and Roll Fantasy Camp like some of the bigger name? Like who's a bigger name that's really great with the campers? Well, the camps the camps that I've done. I mean, we've had Roger Daltrey from the Who. We'd have Joe Perry from Aerosmith. And are um, they are they gracious with these folks? Oh, they're or are so they, nice. They're so nice. They, Joe's, Joe's actually come back and done two or three camps, and he doesn't need the money. You know, he right, he, he comes yeah. back and he says, "Man, rock and roll fantasy camp reminds me of why I got in a band and why I played in a guitar in a garage band. Yeah, and I wanted to play music. It reminds me of the passion." He said that I could wake up every day, everything's handed to me. You know, limousines, food. Every he's like, everything's just <laughs> handed to me. He said, and and when when you get in the trenches with a bunch of young musicians and just middle aged musicians that want to play. He said, "You feel their passion, and you feed off of that, and it makes you, it reminds you about why you love it." What are you listening to now? Like what? Like are there are there new bands that you're into? Are there you know the next level of guitar player? Who are the guys that you dig? Um, you know, lately it's funny. I haven't. I it's like my son's 21 years old. My son Ian is yeah. is a, is a really good guitarist. He's already done two years at Belmont uh, in Nashville, Tennessee, studying music. He, right. he wants to be a musician. I, don't, I can't figure why, but uh, <laughs> and he's been turning me on to like all these Japanese metal bands, which I can't. Even remember the names of right now, but these guitar players are sick. They're just playing like this technical, technical guitar stuff. And some of them write for video games because you know younger kids they, they keep up with that. Yeah. So, um, but I haven't really been following a lot of the newer bands lately. I, I'll be honest with you. I'm just yeah. uh, I'm just doing my thing and, and whatever I'm producing and working on. So um, I haven't really been following too much. Well, your thing is playing at the Rhythm Room tonight. Why don't you Why don't you give us another selection from the the song list or the whatever you want to play? We're rolling tape on all of this so we're all getting we're getting like these amazing versions of these songs yeah, for ourselves you know, I was thinking man I, I, you know I was always a big Gary Moore fan you guys like Gary Love Moore Gary Moore yeah, yeah. Great, huge Gary Moore you fan. know Scottish uh, I've got my, my Celtic cross on he was yeah. a, a, an Irish Scottish lad and I love Gary Moore I wrote a song called Still Got the Blues for Christmas which I wanted to play sure is that alright And uh, I'm alright with that because there's so many people out there going through a hard time right now the holiday season's here my family uh, we lost my sister to cancer and so many families out there right now are suffering going through so much and I just wanted to say Hang in there, hang tough. Think of the good memories. Think of the positive things. And you, we we can't be sad all the time for the loss. We have to stay positive. And uh, I wanted to play. Is that cool? So this is called still still got the blues for Christmas. For yeah, Christmas. Sort of, sort of right, here tip, we go. Tip of the cap to Gary Moore's still got the blues. Yes, yeah. exactly. Here. <laughs> Christmas 
Gary Hoey, who will be playing at the Rhythm Room tonight. It's 100.7 KSLX. A couple of lessons, Great and he might, he might be pretty good. Yeah. yeah. You might want to yeah. think about that. Yeah. Do you know yeah. Smoke on the Water? <laughs> yes, sir. You know, that's the crazy thing. He still hasn't learned the opening to 25 or 6 to 4. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah, it's He's so still having trouble it's, with that. It's taken all those years. I don't know. That's one of my favorite songs. <laughs> that's why I asked if you still practice. Like You get guys that are at a virtuoso level as a player, and you think to yourself, well, what else? There are only 12 notes. You know how to play them everywhere on the neck. What's 
left to do. Well, you know what it is. I mean, I think I think as soon as you think you don't have to practice anymore, I really yeah, think yeah. that's when you're in yeah. trouble because, uh, you know, like in anything, you know, there's certain things I can probably do just waking up out of bed. I can play every day, but there's certain things that you, you have to work at. And if you keep wanting to try to get better and improving, um, then you do. You have to look at yourself and say, okay, what can, what can I do better? I mean, I'm not trying to play faster. I'm trying to play, you know, maybe more soul, more heart, more, you know, write songs that are better, you know, whatever it is you're chasing, you know. Was that you singing? That was you, right? That was me yeah, singing yeah. On, on that yeah. On that, I didn't sing live because I didn't want to. You know, say early you got, in the yeah, I like. I like. <laughs> I was like, okay, he's got the vocals all set up. He I was doesn't have to car- worry about karaoke singing early. <laughs> singing early in the morning is not going to be. Uh, yeah, he, you have to worry about. But I'm like Paul Stanley; he's admitting it. <laughs> yes, karaoke tracks. I was just doing it. I didn't sing yeah, it live. Yep. <laughs> all right, so. so tonight at the Rhythm Room, Gary yeah. Hoey is in town. He's doing his ho ho hoey, and it's always nice to see an old friend here in the studio. Yes, yep. and I mean old as in we've been friends for a long time, not you're old. <laughs> no, well, I, are you kidding me? It's it's actually been amazing. Amazing to see you guys again after all these years. We we haven't hung in a long time. So yeah, I appreciate it so much. It was yeah. worth getting up early when that alarm went off this morning. I said, "Okay." Rhythm Room, 10th Street and Indian School should be a great show. Do you know when it starts or when you're going on? Uh, I'm going on about eight o'clock, I believe. But uh, yeah, come on down early, man. Have some fun. Nice. It's all right. Great. Excellent. It's uh, oh, this is a song Gary knows how to play as well. I, I think uh, you want to play along. Can I'll you? play along. A little bit. I've heard this one. Yeah. Same key. Listen to Mark and Neanderthal when you get to work with the free KSLX app. 100.7 KSLX. With one of the best savings rates in America, banking with Capital One is the easiest decision in the history of decisions. Even easier than choosing Slash to be in your band. Next up for lead guitar. You're in. Cool. <laughs> yep, even easier than that. And with no fees or minimums on checking and savings accounts, is it even a decision? That's banking reimagined. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com slash bank for details. Capital One and a member FDIC. So I switched to Boost Mobile and got this free Samsung Galaxy A23 5G phone. Why do you think they call it the Galaxy? Maybe because the Samsung Galaxy A23 has a huge screen. And galaxies are huge gravitationally bound systems of stars rotating around a supermassive black hole. And the phone is free? When you switch to Boost Mobile. Cool. You lost me at Gravitationally Bound. Switch to Boost and get a free Samsung Galaxy A23 5G phone. Boost Mobile. Unleash your power. Limited time offer while supplies last. New customers only. Excludes tax. One device offer per line. Only available on certain networks. 5G not available everywhere. Additional restrictions apply. See your local Boost Mobile store for details.